You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, hey, everybody. It's Friday. The weekend is here. Thank God it's Friday. I hope you'll join us on an Eastside campus this weekend for At The Movies or join us online for the colors of Christmas. Today, we're looking at worship as love expressed. Worship is love expressed. And there's a soul-changing truth we learn from the wise men that I want to share today. It comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verse 11. It says, On coming to the house, the wise men saw the child with his mother Mary, and I want you to listen to what they did, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. Now notice, they didn't just like send their gifts Camel Express. They didn't just drop them off at the door after this long trip that had taken months, maybe even a couple of years for them, with tears of joy, with trembling lips, with pulses running wild, with gladness, they bowed down and worship Jesus. Don't miss this final lesson from these wise men this week. Worship is love expressed. I mean, isn't it true when you really love someone, you have to fight off the desire to express it to them? Why do moms and dads search stores and outlets far and wide or jump online for Cyber Monday sales because they love their kids and they want to give them the very best? They want to get that toy, that item, that electronic thing that says, I treasure you, I'm thankful for you. If your partner who says they love you with all their heart gives you a gift and the box says Nordstrom's, but the present says Dollar Tree, (laughs) that's not treasuring you, right? When you really love someone, you have to fight off the desire to give and to express it because you're just so grateful for them. Listen, here's what we need to understand about worship. It's love expressed. You can't just say, well, I just love Jesus in my heart. What if I told my wife, Barbara, I love you, but don't ever expect me to say it. Don't expect me to hug you, to serve you, to show you, but, but I love you. Now, I need to say this, and I know there are some people who come to church intentionally late on weekends thinking, you know, I'm going to miss all the preliminaries and get there in time for the main event, the message, the sermon. I'm going to come for the preaching. And I just want you to know that's a big mistake. The worship team at our campuses is not my warm-up band, okay? The worship is the main event because Jesus is the main event. I was thinking this week about a woman in Scripture who had lived a pretty notorious, immoral life that was just a mess. And one day Jesus was eating lunch at one of the religious leaders' houses, and she just burst into the party. She throws herself at Jesus' feet, wipes his feet with her tears and hair, and breaks an alabaster jar of this expensive perfume and rubs it on Jesus' feet. And this conservative religious crowd was like furious. They were like, Jesus, do something about this woman. This is not the proper way to worship. But Jesus disagrees and says, hey, when you've been forgiven much, you love much. When you've been forgiven much, you love much. I wonder if sometimes we just forget how much Jesus has forgiven in our lives, how dependent we all are on his amazing grace. Friends, I don't know about you, I've been forgiven much by Jesus. And when you've been forgiven much, you love much. I'll say it again. 
Worship is love expressed. And wherever you may be, you may have multiple opportunities to worship, not casually out of routine, but to come in awe before the one who made the heavens and the earth, the one who shook the mountains and roared the thunder, the one who holds our lives in the palm of his hand. So let me ask you to pause. Maybe right now this podcast and tune into some Christmas music. Maybe think carefully in the moments and hours ahead about the wise men who bowed down and worshiped that day and who you can worship in the moments ahead. Go ahead, sing as loud as you want to. In your car, in your house, the people in the car next to you may give you a strange look or they may give you a thumbs up. So what? Worship the one who deserves it. He is the bright morning star, the blessed hope, the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley, the wonderful counselor, almighty God, everlasting father, the prince of peace. He is the good teacher, the miracle worker, the son of God. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is Jesus, which means the Lord saves. He is the Messiah, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. And one day he is returning for you. Amen. So before I pray, let me encourage you to continue to pray for and invite those in your circle of influence to encounter the one who expressed his love so sacrificially for you and me. Who might be the person or persons that you could make a difference in this Christmas? Did you just race did they just race across your mind? Good. Be courageous and let's see what God will do. God, there is no one who deserves our worship like you. You truly are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And God, some of us, we're, we're reserved. We're, we kind of have trouble expressing ourselves. And help us to remember love when it's truly love. It has to be expressed. And may you receive our worship today and in this coming season. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have a great weekend. See you back here on Monday.